Korean chickens only lay powder. We only got our MDs so we could operate on each other's livers. This is a place of worship. Is it a cathedral or a mess hall? If the boy chooses to take refuge here, then I must grant it to him. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me from across the pond, my good pal, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 10, Episode 14, A Holy Mess. It's the 232nd episode overall, directed by Burt Metcalf, written by David Pollock and Elias Davis, originally aired on February 1st, 1982, and the production code is 1G10. Listen up, folks. I've got the best news possible, short of a truce. The negotiators have finally reached an agreement. It's going to be potato salad and not coleslaw with their lunch. Better. Some of our infantry boys just liberated a chicken farm on the Imjin. I don't know. Maybe those chickens enjoyed the communist way of life. Pierce, will you let the man talk? It's okay, Margaret. Let him rant. He'll just end up with egg on his face instead of in his mouth like the rest of us. Eggs? In Korea? Impossible. Korean chickens only lay powder. Pierce, shut up already. Talk, sir. Thank you, Major. It seems the farmer is so grateful he's donating an entire day's egg production to all the GIs in the area. Does that include us? Yep. Tomorrow at a special Sunday brunch, officers, enlisted men, and wounded will get fresh eggs. Eggs? Real eggs? Unpowdered, unsimulated, unfabricated, unadulterated, unarmy eggs? Unbelievable. Factory fresh. Paint isn't even dry on the shelves yet. The last fresh egg I had was over a year ago, and that was in a shampoo. I'll take 50 over easy. Sorry, Pierce. Two's the limit. Violators will be shot. I also have the plot summary. An AWOL soldier, Private Nick Gillis, ventures into the 4077th one night with an aim to sneak back home to the States. But his furious lieutenant and MPs are after him. That's when Father Mulcahy is persuaded to step up and turn the mess tent into a sanctuary which protects Gillis from the army. But for how long? Meanwhile, a farmer they aided is giving the camp a load of eggs, real ones, not powdered. It sets the camp's mouths watering. Boy, I never tasted stuff this strong before. And we forge our own prescriptions. So how long you guys been over here? Oh, let's see. 15th of next month, it'll be forever. How about you? Just a little over a year now. You guys married? No, it's just that we've been through so much together that we look that way. I am. I've got a little girl back in California. Someday I'm hoping to be introduced to her. Are you okay, Nick? I'm from Idaho. And there's this guy back in Boise. I uh, just got a letter from him the day before yesterday. Uh, congratulating me on the baby my wife just had. I know what it's like to be away from home. Every time I get a letter from Peg telling me about something Aaron's doing, I'm ready to climb the wall. Look, aren't you listening to me? I just told you I've been here over a year. The baby was born three weeks ago. I'm sorry. That's rough. 
I mean, all this time she's been writing me, Gloria's never mentioned a word about it, you know? Just a lot of stuff about the weather and who's doing what. Who's doing what, boy? Isn't that a laugh, huh? Uh, does your unit know where you are? I thought you said this was just supposed to be a friendly drink. No, just between us. Yeah, but you guys are officers. Doctors, not soldiers. And the guest stars in this one. <clears throat> Cyril O'Reilly plays Private Nick Gillis. Now, Cyril is known for playing Tim in the blockbuster hit Porky's from 1981 and the sequel Porky's 2 the next Is it really day. a blockbuster hit? Uh, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me? You, you, come on. We I know, no, don't get me wrong. I know what Porky's is, yes, but ah, man. I guess it was a hit. Kim, you could... Kim Cattrall in a, a most promising position in that film. <laughs> He's well worth the word blockbuster oh, hit. Oh, God, okay. And, and anybody who doesn't laugh at the word tallywhacker, I'm sorry, he doesn't get it. So we, we, <laughs> admittedly, uh, Porky's 2 the next day isn't a blockbuster <laughs> hit. Um, uh, now, he's a 30-year veteran of stage, film and television acting. O'Reilly can, uh, can also be seen in Black Dog 1998. And with Patrick Swayze in Navy Seals. Um, he also in The Cool Surface in 93. And Airplane. Oh, I'll have to look at that. I love Airplane. Yeah. Um, and they are all among his many film critics. He has guest starred in a variety of prominent television programmes, such as Murder, She Wrote, The Celtic Riddle, Without a Trace, ER, The X-Files, Beverly Hills 90210, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Matlock, and St. Elsewhere. Mm. Wow. He's gotten around. I mean, he looked familiar when I when I saw him on screen. So, mm, yeah. Um, I, just, I can't pinpoint any of these other characters he's played but i watched many of these series so yeah all right then we have david graff who played lieutenant spears uh david is most remembered for playing the gun-loving tackleberry yes i loved him in the police academy films <laughs> sadly while attending his brother-in-law's wedding in phoenix arizona with his wife and two sons graff died from a sudden heart attack on april 7th 2001 nine days before his 51st birthday mm. i remember when yeah, he died I- that was sad I do, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Well, I think he was yeah. the only member of uh, the uh, Police Academy films to appear in every single film and yes. uh, cartoon. I yeah. seem to believe. Yeah. Um, okay, now uh, Val Bisgoli plays Sergeant Sal Pinelli. Val is best known for his recurring role as restaurateur Danny Tovo in the popular TV series Quincy <laughs> M.E. <laughs> Never going to go away, is it? <laughs> um, Bisgoli also appeared in numerous TV series during the 60s and 70s, including McLeod, All in the Family, Barney Miller, The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Rollout, Kojak, Balletta, Macmillan and Wife, The Rockford Files, and in 2002, he appeared as Murph Lupo in The Sopranos. Oh, very cool. All right, we have, of course, the return of Roy Goldman playing Goldman. And Ed Ramirez as Wounded GI. This is Ed's only screen role, so he was probably a runner. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yes. Yep, or a PA. Yeah. And gently to accompany my poached eggs, Penelli. I want these kippers delicately sautéed. I never learned that. At Army Cook School, sautéed was for guys on scholarship. Hold it, hold it. You're making me nervous. Remember, I want these eggs boiled exactly three minutes and 15 seconds. Now go stop watching the pot. Hey, Sal, Sal, can you make me a cheese omelet? Sure thing. I'll sauté it for three minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, great. Here's the cheese. Aye. 
What is that odoriferous fungal mass? Lebanese goat cheese. It's worse than I thought. I've been ripening it in a damp, dark place. Your boots? That does it! I'm not standing around here cooking eggs from Nato VK Day. Oh, come on, Sal. If I don't eat this cheese before tomorrow, I'll be killing a living thing. Everybody gets scrambled, no special orders. Scrambled? Period! Here's the added fixings for my Western omelet. Mildred clipped this recipe right out of Argosy. Sure. Sure. What can I say? I've been outranked by baloney. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Yeah, okay. I, I gave this one an eight out of ten. Nice. Uh, there was some really nice bits in this that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, there's again Hawkeye's line: "How's uh, when he gets asked, how's my leg?" and says, "Going home with you." Um, <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing with fresh eggs. I think we've had we've had that one before. I, I seem to remember. Or Hawkeye banging on about how he wanted uh, French toast. He's uh, mm-hmm. I seem to remember. Uh, BJ's uh, we drinkers by trade. We became MD so we could work on each other's livers. Um, again, this is what I really like about this. I love the quips and the you know the the whole kind of stuff and. The GI, I love the way they pick up on this thing, which happened quite a bit in, you know, not only in this world war, but uh, sadly in other world wars, where, you know, wives get bored, feel lonely and all this kind of stuff and mm. um, end up having having kids. Um, a lot of times because they thought that, you know, their partner had been killed a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, I do like that. And I think it's superb acting as well in this. I think there's, uh, it, it really pulls it out of the bag. Um you know the whole emotion, what he's going through. You know, you, you could easily have just had him ranting and raving and smashing up the tent and all this kind of stuff, but you don't. You actually have him really heart bleeding. And uh, William Christopher, great to see him get an yes. episode which he takes over Finally. on this. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, and he does it with absolute aplomb. It's mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, and I love the way he's kicking ass against Tackleberry. I call him Tackleberry. <laughs> Sorry about that, but that's what it is in, yeah. in there. <laughs> um, the only thing that I did slightly gripe me, and again, this isn't to do with the episode, because it's a great episode, I suppose it is, isn't it? It's the way all the camp are getting all, you know, yep. riled and annoyed yep. about eggs. Now, don't get me wrong, I can understand that, because, you know, when you're only having powdered eggs, I've never had powdered eggs, but, you know, it, I can understand that you really want it. But really, when somebody is going through such a traumatic thing and the father is involved, you think they would have a little bit more common sense. But I guess it just shows that, you know, that, 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 that you don't see it on that way. But ultimately, the, the final thing with uh, Father Mulcahy standing up against the rifle mm. again yeah. shows some shows a really good, you know... Um, but I, I mean, did he get a medal for that? I don't think he did, did he? But you kind of think that would have ended with him getting some kind of medal, maybe, or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not too sure. But I, I love it. I think it's a, it's a great... It's not one I would go back and watch repeatedly, but it certainly is a, you know, relax, lie back, and thoroughly enjoy a, just just 25 minutes of fantastic acting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave it a seven and a half, so I didn't give it quite as high as you, uh, which oh, is weird because it's <laughs> yeah, because it's a father-centric episode. Like I said, and like you said, you know, with Follow Mulcahy, his centric episodes t- tend to not be the greatest. Mm. Um, so I liked I'm, I like that he got a really strong one that he that actually yeah. is a good episode, enjoyable. I I, I have the same note: uh, revolt over eggs. I thought it was ridiculous. That the camp would do that, and they're all going after like Hawkeye and BJ, and I'm like, mm. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> it really, I mean, it just, I just, doesn't, it doesn't make sense, especially you know, because I love Kelly, and Kelly's in there arguing with him, and I'm like, come on, be above the rest. 
don't follow the mob of crowded people. Mm. I did like the resolution. You know, I liked that uh, they were going to get a psychologist to see the AWOL soldier instead of put him in jail, which is good. Yeah. You know, and they mentioned Sidney Friedman, which is always nice when they when we hear Sidney's <laughs> name, even if he's not in the episode. It's still nice to see, to hear his name. They're still around. Yeah. I mean, I like that father disobeys uh, the JAG. Was it the judge advocate? Whatever. Mm. The, yes. You know, because they're telling him that he has to let this and he's, he, he refuses. Uh, and yeah. this is definitely where William Christopher's acting comes into play. And so the fact mm-hmm. that he stares down the barrel of a gun. Oh, gosh, yeah. And grabs it. You know, that that was so tense, but it's done so well. You really do believe that, you know. I mean, I didn't think the guy was going to shoot Father McCahey. But, no. you know, but it's you still. You don't know, though, do you? You, you know, don't. It's, it's you don't really. That... You're like, oh, of course he's not going to shoot him because, I mean, it's Father. It's, but still, it was it was very tense and very well done and very well acted, like you said. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely, it was a solid episode for me. Very enjoyable. I mean, it's still crazy to me that people go crazy over fresh eggs. <laughs> well, I don't, I shouldn't say that because, you know, nowadays eggs are a little bit more harder to come by and they're a little bit more yeah. expensive. But, you know, I mean, but like you said, I have never had powdered eggs either. So I don't know. Are they real? Are they artificial? So, I mean, maybe fresh eggs would be amazing and would revolt over. Well, I suppose you'd think, why don't they get some chickens? Wouldn't you? You'd just get chickens in the camp. We, I think we discussed that before. Why don't they have their own animals? Yes. Yeah. Why don't they have a cow so they can get milk? Yeah. Or, well, I mean, they couldn't, eat, they couldn't eat them before because Radar was looking after them all. They got <laughs> That's girl. true. That is true. Yeah, but, but Klinger's there now with his goat's cheese and his... That's true. But yeah, why wouldn't they do that themselves? But I guess if they're being... They're supposed to be a mobile unit. You can't have livestock. I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. But yeah, so I mean, you know, and then of course, you know, they they you know they when the guns start firing they they push the table over with all the eggs on it i'm like did you really have to push the table over with all the eggs on it oh you know? i know i was like, like oh. all that for just them to be tossed onto the dirt all he someone could have just taken two seconds i mean i guess there was a panic so but yeah, i would have just set it off the dirt john i don't care <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, overall, it was it was an enjoyable episode. Um, and as you mentioned, I mean, every, everything you said is, is what I thought. You know, it's not one I would watch over and over again, but I still enjoyed watching it for the you know when I had to review it for this. So mm-hmm. lots of fun. It was still fun, and it's always fun to see Tackleberry. He will always be <laughs> Tackleberry to me. It's, yeah. it's just, you know, it's weird to see him now because I don't obviously when I watched it the first time, he wasn't in the Police Academy movies. Because I no. watched this back in the early 80s, uh, late 70s. Uh, I guess early 80s is when this episode came out. Well, what year was the first? Was the first Police Academy 82? Or was it 84? 82, oh, I think it was it? mid-80s. I don't know. Mm. That's a good question. I'm going to have it. You you carry on talking to okay. the audience. All right, yeah, you I look shall, it up. <laughs> you find out. I should out. do some <laughs> <laughs> quick research. Um, so, Please yeah. 1984. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Mid, mid-80s. So this was yep. pretty close to, yeah, to his uh, Tackleberry character. It was an enjoyable episode. So, yeah, can't say much more than that. Just a minute here. Lieutenant, would you be so kind as to explain why you have disrupted my service? Father, this man is AWOL from my platoon. And my CO wants him returned immediately. Is that right, son? I've got to get home, sir. He's got a pretty good reason, Colonel. Maybe so, Pierce, but that's none of our business. Private, you better go back and run the iron over this with your CO before you get in any more trouble. No, I won't. You move your butt. 
or the MPs will drag it out of here. You take it easy, Lieutenant. It's just a little mixed just up. Just a minute. This is a place of worship. Tell him, Father. I'm trying to make this peaceful. You better go along, son. Look, I'm not going anywhere, and you can't touch me. The hell I can't. Didn't you hear the chaplain? This is a church. Church? It's a chow hall. Sergeant! Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. I got a right to, uh, to, uh, I got a right to something for a widow. Sanctuary? Yeah, that's it, sanctuary. That's it, sanctuary. I got a right to sanctuary. Don't hand me that. Sergeant! Just a minute, Sergeant. Colonel, they, they can't do this. I'm sorry, Padre, but I think the lieutenant's right. Colonel, I realize I have no military authority. Nevertheless, as a man of God, I believe there's a religious principle here which takes precedence. This is a place of worship, be it a cathedral or mess hall. If the boy chooses to take refuge here, then I must grant it to him. Uh, and let's see, what does IMDb say? IMDb gave it a 7.6. Well, mm, so again, once mm. closer to me than you. Yeah. But you know, those crazy IMDb people. <laughs> <laughs> Now you can see why I have to get home, can't you, Father? Huh? I can see why you're upset. But going AWOL, why do you keep telling me what I'm doing is wrong? What about what she did? Nick, there's no doubt that what Gloria did was wrong. Sometimes when people are lonely... Lonely? She better have a better answer than that. I'm lonely. I know. Perhaps I could arrange an emergency leave for you. Perhaps. Nick, there are certain realities here. Now... Being AWOL is bad enough, but in 30 days, AWOL becomes desertion. Don't try to scare me, Father. If you want to help me, then you'll get me home. Come with me. You boys stay right there. You're not going to let them come in here, are you, Father? No, not in here. Bad news, Padre. The JAG says no to sanctuary. Sorry, son. Well, Private, I guess services are over. I'm not going back. You don't have to. I'm afraid I can't accept the Judge Advocate General's decision. I don't see where you have any choice, Padre. The fellow I talked to is a crackerjack military lawyer. Colonel, I don't feel bound by military law in this matter, but rather by sacred principles. The only person I'd answer to is the command chaplain at i -Corps. Until I hear from him to the contrary, Private Gillis will remain in sanctuary here. Colonel, this is a crock. Are you going to let this mess tent monk run your camp? Watch your mouth, Lieutenant. I've known this man long enough to give him the benefit of a couple hundred doubts. He's not about to take a stand unless he feels it pretty deep. So let's make a call to the command chaplain. They're making it tough for me, Gillis. But nothing like I'm going to make it for you. And uh, now it's uh, time for Behind the Scenes. Two special guest stars in this episode move on to two of the biggest movie franchises. <laughs> um... <laughs> Simon O'Reilly with the Porky's movies. That's not a franchise. There was two of them. That and David so. Graff with the Police Academy movies. Yes, that's there was a franchise. About, that's, yes. a, that's seven of those, but yes. only two of them are any good. <laughs> <laughs> when the eggs arrive and the personnel are in the kitchen shouting out their egg orders to the cook, the boom mic can be seen hovering over the cooler. I didn't notice it this time. No, I'm a bit crap. Mind you, you probably notice it more being an editor, but I, I yeah. tend to not... See stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I notice it more often now than I used to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, there's a continuity error here, right then. So, uh, when Hawkeye and BJ are announcing the plans to have breakfast outdoors, Charles and Margaret are seen walking up behind the crowd twice. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Oops. 
All right, we have a factual error. Major Winchester says that he outranks the cook, Staff Sergeant Pirelli, by five promotion. But the battlefield promotion to Second Lieutenant, Pirelli would need only four promotions to reach Major. Second Lieutenant, First Lieutenant, Captain, then Major. All right, okay. Um, when Private Gillis is pointing his rifle at Father Mulcahy, there is no smoking billowing from the muzzle. A rifle discharged only seconds earlier, as Gillies had during the struggle, would be emitting smoke. Oh, I, like, I didn't mm. notice that either. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a gun person, so I would have no idea. Nah, same. <laughs> I'm English. <laughs> we use cannons. <laughs> cannons and swords, that's what we do. <laughs> Uh, I've been thinking it isn't often we all get a chance to get together like this, so we ought to take advantage of it. Uh, anybody got any gripes? Yeah! Right now, we'll get some answers. Hawk, I think you ought to know we're going to die. Never say die, and certainly never say we. Uh, hey, everybody, I got great news for you. What's going on here, Pierce? I'm glad you asked, because I was just about to announce we're not going to have an ordinary eggs brunch. Fresh eggs call for fresh air. We're going to have a picnic. A picnic! Are you crazy? In this dust bowl, we can't get an ant to show up. You tell him. Hey, ho, everybody. Go get your mask kits and report right back here on the double. We're dining in the great outdoors. I must say, that sounds rather appealing. Eggs al fresco? That picnic sounds sexy when you say it in French. That's Italian. That's even better. (laughs) Excusing your pardons, captains. You two want a picnic? Yeah. Fine. You serve it. What? I don't deliver. All right, trivia time. Last episode's question. In the middle of a heat wave, Hawkeye and BJ got a bathtub. From what company did they get the bathtub from? And the answer is Abercrombie and Finch, which I was telling Med's last episode is that I didn't realize that. The, for me, that's a clothing store. So for them to sell bathtubs, yeah. I didn't even know they were around back in the 50s. So interesting. Crombie coats, I guess. Crombie coats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. uh, this episode's trivia question, BJ arranged for the families of the 4077 to have a reunion party. What was the date of the party? Ooh. That's yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I will give you, it's a weekend. Because I don't think they give a specific day, but they say the weekend of, and then they give the date. Ah, so, okay. So. That's a little hint there. If you uh, <laughs> know the answer, go ahead and email us at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. He says since this is not a permanent structure, the mess tent cannot be considered a church. I'm afraid in this case, two strikes is out. But this is as permanent a structure as we have. God doesn't issue building permits. Sorry, Padre. So am I. I'm not going to let them take this boy. Father, you're trying to play one too many cards. Take him out of there. Hey, Bruce! Everybody get down! Move away, Father. I'm getting out of here. How dare you! You seek refuge in this house of the Lord when it serves your purpose. Then, when it's no longer convenient, you desecrate it by pointing a deadly weapon at another human being. Private, a faith of convenience is a hollow faith. I'm warning you, Father. I'm going. Give me the gun. No! Stay away from me. Just stay away. I want you to hand me that rifle. No! I'm sorry, Father. Sorry. I know. I know. 
MASH4077 Podcast is all over social media. If you'd like to email us, you can do so by sending your emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at mash4077podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at geekyfanboy. And you can find meds at Meds. We also have a Facebook group. You can search mash4077podcast. And if you want to read our show notes or get more information about the podcast, you can do so on our main website, which is at mash4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash geekyfanboy. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I think Meds enjoyed this a little bit, just slightly more than me, but both we yeah, agree it's, it's a pretty solid episode. Mm, yeah. And it definitely... A great follow Mulcahy episode. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. I gotta hand it to you, Father. You've got ice water in your veins. I may have appeared calm on the outside, Captain, but I can assure you my stomach was quaking in its boots. <laughs> great news, boys. Gillis isn't going right back to his unit. The JAG has approved a stop off at the EVAC hospital. Sidney Friedman's gonna give him a look-see. Good. He's got the best couch in Korea. <laughs> It's comforting to know he's going to be treated as a casualty rather than a criminal. You said it. You know, this omelet isn't bad. Though with all the bologna and onion and cheese, it's difficult to taste the eggs. It's better that way, Father. They're powdered. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching the Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.